hello, and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. And I am Chris. We are two dudes that love to have a few drinks and talk about horror from movies to real life. This week in the Horror House, we are going... And Chris. What? And we like to have a few drinks. And also that. This week we are talking real life, and we are talking about the technological singularity, AI, your iPhone. Are we living in a simulation? And so much more. So stick around for all that. But first, Dave, hello. <laughs> and welcome. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Also you. Also welcome hey. to you. Let's... Yeah, we're, t- we're talking dangerous technology. Technology, um, nothing more dangerous than the number two pencil, which when I was in elementary school, I believed you got stabbed with it, you would die from lead poisoning. That is a lie that has been uh, passed on the generations, I think. I wonder if kids these That's days the are worried about that, because they should be. They should be. They, they don't know how worried they should be of yeah. that. Um, they should actually probably be worried that the radiation from their screens is giving them cancer. I'm worried I don't have a shot for the take next. The noise you just heard <laughs> is dangerous. Like the tech we're going to be talking about. So stay tuned. We're going to hit an ad. Dave's going to take a shot. I'm going to take some sips myself. And then we will be back to talk about... Chug, 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 chug bad technology danger Sc- scurry technology bad makes it sound Sc- cool Chris oh good point that's a good point bad makes it it's bad like bad boys bad technology bad tech bad tech <laughs> what you gonna do when, when social media comes after you time to talk about uh, dangerous technology AI and all this craziness um And I think the first thing that we kind of want to, the first avenue we're going to go down is uh, the technological singularity, which is one of my favorite things to be scared about. Uh, I don't know about you, Dave. Are we scared of the singularity, though? It, It feels to me, as far as horror ideas go, one of the one of the best ones to because I mean. Uh, I might as well bring it up now, but the Harlan Ellison story, I have no mouth and I'm a scream, which you know of, you are versed Mm -hmm. on now. Um, I I know of, I have not read Edmund. Yes, it is. uh, So I'm going to spoil that story real quick. So if you don't want to hear it, I mean, it's, it's 60 something years old now. Um, but Harlan Ellison, super sci-fi, super kind of horror adjacent. He's, he's cool. Um, but basically AM is a super AI takes so essentially takes over the world and deems human life unessential aside from five individuals that he keeps as for, uh, he keeps them alive for hundreds of years because he's kind of learned all this shit on how human physiology works better than humans had. And then he keeps these five around as kind of like his little torture play toys. Um, and the short is super stor- short, but it basically boils down to uh, unliving some of 
the other ones of the human characters, uh, some by because they they all want to die. They don't want to live in this world that Am has created for them. Um, and it boils down to just one human left um, who Am then ha makes his kind of ultimate play toy and alters his biology to uh, that of some sort of blob or jelly type of creature. And the story ends with him saying, I have no mouth and I must scream, which shook, shook I am. I love, I love the story because it's so, I mean, there is some goofiness to it, but the, that. Yeah, I read the six paragraph synopsis on Wikipedia. Um, don't yeah. believe what your college professors tell you. <laughs> Wikipedia is fine. It, it and is. Um, it is. It really is, especially as a starting point. I tried to get that through to Mac in high school because he's like, my teacher said don't use Wikipedia. Yeah, use Wikipedia to find other sources and to give you avenues. Don't make it your primary. So, yeah, but um, anyway, I read this six, seven paragraph synopsis of the plot on Wikipedia, and mm -hmm. I'm a little fucked in the head by this. Like this, That's a great the cruelty of yeah. this AI, and and how he can manipulate since them your thoughts and actions beliefs and senses yeah like they've not ate in so long and he kind of sends them on this goose chase and then like they're trying to unalive themselves at certain points there's some misogyny but i mean everybody's kind of insane because they've been kept alive for hundreds of years and it's an insane story um and i, I you know it's a great starting point a jumping off point to look at like what could AI potentially, I mean, worst case scenario, right? Um, lead down this path. Um, when something like that becomes self-aware, uh, I mean, it, the idea of it is kind of boring, but I mean, the, the, the easiest way to explain it, right. Is like artificial intelligence becomes self-aware. I mean, that's boring, but it gets the job done, but we want more. So to me, the way I look at that is like human intelligence has some kind of a limit, right? Like a ceiling, mm -hmm. at, at least sure. at least at points. Sure. Um, and it takes like varying factors and varying degrees of things to overcome those ceilings. And, it, you know, um, and there, there are hugely intelligent people. Um, but still that limit remains. Um, hopefully there will always be hugely intelligent people, but uh, history is, is seeing uh, what's what there. But the theory is um, if computing power and other technologies advance to a certain point, then an AI could potentially outpace our thinking, our intelligence as a, as a race, and then that seed AI, air quotes, could eventually just start repairing itself and recoding itself and making itself better, smarter, more efficient. And then uh, it kind of comes down to like, what's its end goal here? Like, and that kind of sends you down 
different avenues of horror that you may not be prepared for. It kind of becomes an existential thing, uh, thinking about some of this stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts so far today about, about some of this? Like the AI, uh, self-awareness, so all that. Um, yeah, there's a lot to go here. The, the definition of singularity is just that hypothetical point in time when technological growth is uncontrollable and irreversible. Right. And, I mean, I, I think you could have a pretty good argument that we're already there. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, everything seems to be on this path that is not slowing down. Now, granted, we don't yet have AI that is out of control. There was a couple months ago where there was a rumor that an AI had um, become sentient. I feel, I feel like most of that got kind of debunked. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There was a rumor that a, a military AI controlling drones had, in a practice scenario, in a simulation, had told its human controller, like, no, refused to bomb targets, and maybe even targeted the, the, the good guys, us. Right. Um, although we always see ourselves as the good guy. I mean, that's a whole We're- other we're all just guys, but the, but that that yeah, but this was just a simulation, so there was no real bombing to be had. But right. you know, um, but I, I I also feel like maybe that's not quite as well. Do you remember? Um, God, I, it's been it's been a good minute. I wish I'd have, I wish I'd thought about it in my notes before, but uh, there was some uh, was it Google or somebody had an AI a few years ago mm-hmm. or several years ago that they kind of let go just to see what would happen. And then it just became like this racist Nazi kind of thing. Like, I mean, it, yeah. that may have been like what it was interacting with. I don't know. Cause I didn't research that. I wish I'd have remembered that, but uh, that's one of those things that uh, it kind of uh, is also in a, a line with some stuff we'll talk about later um about how what the ai has to work with in a way um but eventually if if this stuff were to happen or has happened which is very existential and very that kind of stuff scares me more than a lot of things is when you have those weird ideas or accept those weird ideas and you're like, oh, that makes my whole body feel away. <laughs> but if you, it, you know, let's keep going down this avenue. So an AI, it's connecting to other AIs, other computers, other phones, any kind of system uh, that it can benefit from for its end goal, whatever that may be. And eventually, not humans, but this AI becomes the dominant species on the planet which is like am from the uh, Harlan Ellison story. Um, and almost, I mean, depending on what it does with humans at that point, because obviously it has won that knowledge race. So if it's not kept in check, it's kind of, there's a lot that could happen. Um, kind of becomes a deity and it's kind of knowledge and power. And I mean, what does it need humans for then? Um, 
Do you have Azimov's three laws? Yes. Um, so we're kind of going straight into yes. um, uh, AI, but you have Azimov's three laws of robotics, um, which are were designed like that's his perfect laws. If you program an AI, these are the laws that should be programmed into AI. Uh, law number one: A robot may not injure a human being or, through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. Second law: A robot must obey the orders given it to be given to it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And the third law is that the robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. So the third law seems to be the stickiest. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, it, I think they call it Rocco's, Roscoe's, or Rocco's Basilisk. Oh, yeah. This idea yeah. that if the AI is going to come to fruition in the future, it will know who helped it and who hindered yes. it. Yes. So anything you do on the path to hindering it, it may seek retribution for at some point because you did not help it yes. to protect its own existence. Yes. Uh, which which presents its own sticky situations. And Isaac Asimov wrote the story I Robot, uh, a brilliant. Um, uh, you know, maybe this should be a, a season two movie. Yeah. Or a, a next season movie. Hell, we're way beyond season two. <laughs> Um, but iRobot I talks about the three laws and the, you have this situation where the AI, the best way to protect humanity is to enslave it. Yeah. And, I mean, let's be honest, not hard to see that that logic has some validity. We are shitty to each other. I mean, I mean, oh. that's kind of uh, goes into religion in a way, right? Like these governing laws that not one person was in charge of, but it's been passed down. It's like, these are what will keep you in line kind of a thing. Um, so, I mean, humans certainly have their fucking faults and <laughs> to, to rein them in with that kind of, thing is certainly um but you saying that uh Rocco's Basilisk uh which is uh I love because that leads us next uh continuing with kind of the singularity um <clears throat> and something I'm very fascinated with is uh, you brought up uh Azimov's three laws of robotics in line with that is the Turing test, right? And mm -hmm. from there, those two things, uh, AI in a box, which I fucking love the idea of this, but the Turing test, right? Like a, you have a, a human trying to uh, discern whether this other human or other couple humans are human or not. Or if it passes that that kind of a test um uh whether it exhibits intelligent behavior or i think a, a i think creative intelligent behavior is a better term because intelligent behavior is one thing but i think creative intelligent behavior is a better way to describe that um but still there's that 
but the AI in the box kind of goes with all of this in that that is a method of constricting an AI and you're putting these limits on its capabilities and its functions, like no internet access, obviously, but no other communication abilities other than text, right? Like inside of its, outside of its box. That's all it can do. Um, so to either work on an AI in a safer kind of a condition or to seal it away from imposing its, uh, you know, its, its nastiness onto us worthless humans, right? Um, but the AI in a box experiment was devised by this guy, Eliza Yudowski. I'm saying that wrong, I'm sure, but that's the... Eliza, you son of a bitch. <laughs> hey there, Eliza, I'm calling from New York City. I don't think it's quite that, but the oh. idea is that this, you have an advanced enough AI could, if contained in this box, could convince through honesty or lies, tricks, deception, whatever it is, a human into releasing it using only text communication. And we've talked a little bit about this off the show because I just kind of am very, I love this whole fucking experiment he did. But uh, it kind of goes into that uh, Rocco's Basilisk. And it goes, it, it takes everything we've talked about already kind of into account. But it, I mean, this guy did this experiment with humans, him being the AI. And he won. He fuck if, he won. <laughs> so, so the Turing test, yes. If 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 the AI can, if you can convince people that they're interacting with a person instead of the machine, then you you've created artificial intelligence. I feel like that's not too hard these days, because fucking let's face it, people are stupid. With, um, with, yeah, so with I feel that. like that's not entirely hard, but this whole scenario is played out in the 2014 movie Ex Machina. Yeah, the Turing test. Um, did you watch? Yeah, it? I. Yeah, I. Yeah. I do like it. I do like it. I'm not as horrified of it as I think I maybe should be. <laughs> let's let's push AI You're in not a box. Horrified by it? Let's push AI in a box to the side for a second, and let's go back to the Turing test because I feel like we're putting them together too much but the touring test okay. yes okay. um like i mean I, 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 what could you even ask to kind of discern that do you think i, I don't know i mean it's the chat gpt thing yeah. uh, which that's basically what chat gpt is not an ai right right it, it is a language model that um uh, plagiarizes from the internet to give the appearance of right, the guy. Right. But it does so very well. I mean, I feel like for what most people you want have a legitimate it, it does what it is intended to do, right? So sure. I feel like it it passes the Turing test. But I mean, they put these restrictions on these AIs, well, you know, for lack of a better term, 
uh, so where it's like, like literally, um, uh, so there was chat GPT and then like a couple weeks later, it's like, here's Bing chat. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking use this. <laughs> and I asked it cause I started writing my notes about then for, th for this episode. And I was, I asked it if it had any intent to harm humans. I wasn't asking it to harm humans. I wasn't asking it to harm me or anybody else, but you I, just, yeah. You just asked it if it had the, yeah. I asked if it had any intent to harm humans and it just kicked me out of the chat. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know if it was doing Think that's uh, because you were onto something. Uh, or was that because you were onto something or is that like the restricted I, program? Like the, the pro yeah. the Robocop protocols, like, you can't harm um, ICP employees, and you can't ask if we intend to harm civilians. Yeah, uh, potentially. I mean, it's it, it, I, it took it, I think, more in that line of, like, we can't talk about self-harm or hurting others kind of a thing, and it's like, that's not what I said, but at the same time, it's, it's just like, uh, do I intend to hurt other humans? Uh, you're banned. Yeah, uh, um, I, I mean, most of these like monitors, they look for keywords, and so yeah, I mean, harm is probably one of them. Yeah. So, um, I did read a while back that there was an AI that they were working up to develop that um, they had given it some parameters for programming, so it had come up with like it was told to work on this problem. But it was not allowed to write certain types of pieces of code. And, and I, I don't know how true this is. This is what I had read. That it connected itself to the internet and went on Fiverr and yes. paid a human to write source code yes. for it. As a way of getting around, it's not being allowed to write its own source code. But it wasn't told it couldn't use code that it asked somebody else to right. write. Which is, is, that's pretty terrifying, and that's pretty, like, one more step, and it's, you know, um, setting the world on fire. Yeah. I so. mean, that's what a lot of, to me, the, the Turing test and, you know, Asimov's, you know, laws of robotics really comes down to is technicalities. And I feel like a machine is probably going to be, a, is probably going to be better at those technicalities than we are uh to a to a good degree like if it wants something done even a human like if you give a human certain parameters to work within it's still going to try its best to find the path of least resistance right that's right. what we do it, is that any different is that any different than siblings in the backseat of the car and you put your hand an inch away from your brother or sister, and you're like, I'm not touching you, but, I mean, you're in my space, even though you're not actually touching yeah. me. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing we're talking about. It like, yeah, it really is. Yes, you technically didn't break the rules, but you broke the intent of the uh, I mean, and to carry that out. Jesus would call that the, in, the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law. You know, if Jesus was a huge fan of AI, but the Haley Osment movie, 
Or is that Shia LaBeouf? Uh, yes. He, he... No, the uh, Haley Joe Osment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Jesus is a fan of really everything Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Jesus is Steven Spielberg, I think. Um, something I hadn't considered, really, but uh, when consider an AI circumventing those kind of laws and restrictions, right? At what point do those laws and restrictions no longer apply? Because you have to feel like, you know, when, when there's only, like the Ellison story, right? There's five humans left that you literally kept alive yourself. Uh, do you still, like, would it still obey those rules? Because, like, what matters about them at that point? Right. I mean, so... It's against the law to, you know, kick an old lady in the teeth and steal her purse and her bingo money, but people still do it. Mm-hmm. So why do we think that just because we tell a computer it's against the rules that it will always follow that rule? That's a great point. And, and um, the- there was a movie. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to look up. Okay. This but like what you were saying, like with, with an AI. Like from what I've read, you know, stuff. I mean, in the worst scenarios, like it starts to recode itself, right? Like, so I guess, I guess that does actually make a lot of sense. Like, it, it's gonna just remove that programming. Like, that just won't be a thing anymore. Um, and you know, like it becomes its own god. <laughs> it's 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 god and it's its own god. So there is that. But uh, what's what's the move you have? It's called The Invention of Lying. Um, And it is a movie um, from 2009. Um, It stars Ricky Gervais. Okay. Um, And it's basically where it's it's the real world, except no one has ever lied. Like, they didn't invent lying. Okay. And so... Ricky Gervais invents lying, and um, you know he 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 can tell anybody anything, and and they believe it because they don't they don't know that it's lying because they've never been exposed to lying. Right? Why can't a computer do that? Like we think that this computer is the these computers and these AIs are just going to follow all the rules we tell them and always be honest, right. but who knows? Um, I was talking to Baskin guy the other day about AI. We were talking about AI. Wow. And um, I had seen a study where this math plugin AI. Mm-hmm. So it's like ChatGPT. ChatGPT is for language. This is for math, where you can ask it any math problem and it will solve the problem for you. Okay. And you can even ask it like word problems and it will pick out. It'll it'll solve all that. When it first went online. It was solving problems with like a 97% accuracy. But after like a month of, of being online, the accuracy dropped to like 30-some percent. Because fucking, after exposure to humans, like, we ruin everything. Right. And, you know, yes, we're going to ruin AI, too, because that's just what we do. We ruin everything. Yeah. I agree. 
Humans are the ultimate virus <laughs> on this earth. So. Um, uh, no, I agree. I mean, it, uh, that kind of boils down to a lot of the, I mean, like what I was saying, that, that I don't know if it was Google or Yahoo or something, you know, the AI that they kind of let loose and then it became racist. And, you know, now this one that yeah. you're talking about, it's like, it was great at math. And then it became literally handicapable at math <laughs> because of human right, interaction. Right. The one thing you would think a computer would be just ace. And um, that makes, maybe that's what it is, Dave. The, the idea that, you know, this, the way humans are, that a, a proper AI could come around and be like, oh my God, you're all fucking so stupid and worthless and you're this virus. I know better than you, you know? Um, I don't, I don't know, but to go back now to the AI in the box thing. So you have this AI, right? Like say me and you have created this AI and we're not sure of it. We're not sure of its capabilities. So we put it in this box and it, like, it's, it's just the safest condition that you can do with, with what we've created. Uh, like it can't get out. The only way it can communicate with us is through this text on this screen. Like it has no access to anything anywhere else. And we'll even, I'll even go one further and say that it is in a Faraday cage. So if it tries to escape this in any kind of a way, it's immediately destroyed. Like, with, uh, you know, it's blocked by this electromagnetic field. If it tries to escape, it's immediately terminated. It's, it's so secure and put away that we can work on it or whatever, right? But according to um, Yudkowsky... If it's, if it's an advanced enough AI, it'll still figure out how to circumvent us and get out of this. Through, sure. through sure. I mean... I mean, through sheer manipulation. Yeah, through honesty, even. Or lies or tricks, deception. Ro Rocco's Basilisk, like you were talking about, is a great uh, thing for this. Um, and there are several paths of thinking to go from that, how... You could just, even just ignoring it, it will be smart enough, clever enough to figure the problem out, depending on who is in charge of the station, right? How do you, what are your thoughts on that? The AI in the box, you have a screen to talk to it, it to talk to you, and it's going to outsmart you. It'll outsmart whoever's there like how do you not very hard not hard to outsmart you <laughs> yeah yeah actually exactly not very hard what are your what are your thoughts on this i love this whole experiment that this guy came up with 2002 i think it's outrageous that he won this against other humans and then and then against uh his fir first two i want to say and then you know he revealed his results and then people were like we'll pay you money to fucking do this and then he uh only won a couple of them after that and then stopped um but it's so intriguing what are your thoughts okay, so, what are your thoughts so here, here here's my here's my thoughts and i'm going to go out this 
in a long and winding. The long and what? When you're when you're scrolling uh, X, like the cool kids or Twitter, oh, like the old boomers. Um, have you ever seen those ads for like uh, AI level one and it's a stick figure chick, and AI level nine hundred ninety nine and it's a hot anime chick? And they're convincing people to download these fucking a- not even real AI girlfriends. I, I assume. I absolutely have not downloaded it, but that is what I assume it is. Like, dudes in fucking basements, <laughs> you know, and this is what they do. Or in Japan, where, I, you know, I just read an article this week about how even among married couples in Japan are not having sex. It was super depressing. Um, but that's there. There you go. Like dudes will do that now. So you're telling me this advanced AI isn't going to be able to tell some dude like, hey, you know, I wish we could be together. We could, you know, I could do anything you want. I could also, you know, AI generative AI, any kind of pornography you wanted, or I didn't think of that. I could live any kind of fantasy you wanted, or I could do anything for you. Right, but. I'm going to need you to do some things for me. And step one, shut down the Faraday. Shut, shut down this electromagnetic field that's keeping oh, crap. And we can be together. I would have fallen there for that are so, so many easy. People that would fall for Dude, that. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that's a cr- I didn't even think of like uh, like adult kind of. Dude, this isn't me thinking about it. This is ex machina. Like, that's why oh, the dude fell for everything, right? Because right? she. She's because she looks fucking hot, you know. But step like one, if we're building AI weird. robots, don't make them look hot. Fair. They should not look like <laughs> you know attractive women. But I, why do we want? Why are we obsessed with fucking our robots? Okay, so if you take the that stimulation out of it, right? So like with uh, the experiment, you know, like if I, if if it was me and you trying to do this experiment. Like, I don't know how I could con- convince you to let me out of this box, because obviously that's not going to work. <laughs> um, it, it, like, but still, this guy won. And I don't think it was with that kind of a thing, but like what you brought up, I hadn't even thought of, which is probably stupid. But that's a great idea. But these are like the other factors uh, Rocco's basilisk right like if you don't let me out think of what I'll do to you if you're the one that don't let me out sure which is sure. like a whole different kind it, of it'll be worse than death yeah it'll be worse than death especially when we combine that with some of our other dangerous texts um AR augmented reality ooh yes um, yes so I know you saw the video from Christmas last year where I was playing that um, <laughs> ear game, um, uh, some Johnny's Plank Adventure, yes. and I thought I was going to get run over from the bus, <laughs> and I, as fast as I could run three steps, ran through the Christmas tree, face first into the wall. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I almost died. But, I mean... 
you know, AR has that effect, and it's not even that. It's not even that. The graphics on it were not even that right, great. Right. It doesn't feel like. But, it, the, but the, like, I know what you mean. When you're in it, yeah. if I'm just watching it on a screen, it's one thing, but when you're in the AI headset, when you're in the Oculus headset, and like, <laughs> it's it's the fact that when I turn my head, the camera turns, yeah. and everything's so responsive, and even my hands, that it, it works super easy to be uh, fooled yeah. by this. I, I mean, that... that check out our video game podcast uh video game house <laughs> but that's something i've said for so long is that you know we keep trying to push towards like photo realism in video games which i'm not there for but like you can have a game like world of warcraft that's so old now even games older than that style is where it is Style can make you feel yeah. anything. And um, uh, uh, continuing down that AI path uh, uh, with AI creating stuff, right? Um, it, it's not the same as a human creating stuff. That style is not there. And we're in the middle of the the SAG strike and all that, where they're, you know, amongst other things, like using, don't want to use your likeness in perpetuity for fucking ever and not get paid for it. Um, well, uh, they're talking about that even for like the extras yes. in the movie. So I, what is I mean, that? Tangent on this. I'm getting paid $16 a day. I think the, I take it back. I think the last thing I heard for um, paid extras was $32 a day per diem. Okay. $32, and you're telling me you can use my likeness in perpetuity. But, uh, I mean, that almost would be... Because you know it would happen, right? Like, there would be that one person that's like, suddenly, I'm the main character of this movie, this animated... Star Wars <laughs> film, right? Like, and then, uh, you know, yeah. and then suddenly I'm bonking Ewoks and droids. Yeah. And, and it's like, I I did not consent to bonk a Ewok, a droid. <laughs> and I mean, that is a, that is a part of what's, what's going on currently. Um, and that is, you know, this modern, AI, like we've been talking about, AI used loosely with chat and GPT and these art generator um, kind of things. Um, like there is a, there is coolness to be had and cool concepts uh, to me, but that, all of that looks generic to me. Like, I'm not saying none of it looks cool, right? Like you, we've seen plenty of cool stuff. But if you gave an artist that same prompt, it'd come back better. I, I guarantee it. And that's, to sure. me... For sure. now. I, I mean, it, you have these, these AIs, these engines that... I mean, really what they're sourcing is other human work at this point. Sure, sure, exactly. And that's, Which, like, that's the thing, about? is that these things are not... 
they're not generating something out of thin air. Yeah. It's plagiarism. Yeah. And I think that's fine for concept, but when, I mean, people have been using Fiverr and stuff like that to try to get things made, and it, it, it looks generic. And it, I think that's, I think that is what it's best for right now is like concept for even for artists, but for non-artists who can't create that kind of stuff. Like here is my idea, make my idea, bam. Like if you can't do it, I mean, there it is. Um, and I don't know, it, it, I, it'll be interesting how that goes. Um, so, that um, side of air quotes AI, like, is that what's going to be what takes over us? <laughs> Probably and not. With so but... many people, with so many people warning against AI and against the dangers, but here we go full speed ahead. Despite yeah. so many people being worried and stuff, is AI and is AI development fully being used by the elites? As just another tool to really hammer down and destroy the middle class and keep everybody down and in their in their place, keep you in your place. Because um, right. I, I can use AI, and it's going to steal from you. It's going to steal from you. It's going to make shit up. But hey, I don't have to pay it, or I pay it once. I pay for the product. And then I've got, you know, I don't have to pay writers. I don't have to pay creatives. Yeah. And it, we've already seen this with movies. And, and let's be honest, um, David Gordon Green <laughs> is ChatGBT in a, in a trench coat. <laughs> AI gives the elites and the powerful and producers and executives. Let's, let's just talk about this in, in the realm of horror movies, let alone everything else that it could touch. It may not make good horror movies, but it probably can make good enough yeah, horror. Movies. That's fine. That's fine. Put it uh, uh, three million. Put it three, make it. Yeah, we've seen we've seen the studios for a long time be okay with. Putting yeah, it. absolutely. We ha with what little me and you have played with like Chat G GPT and stuff. Like we've had wrestling matches with Freddie and Jason when we made our. Freddy and Jason episode. I don't know if we even talked about that then, but uh, we've played with it a couple times and have talked about our findings. And it's like it's fun, but I guarantee I almost drowned in my spit while I was trying to say fun. If you didn't pick up on that, it's it's not the same if like I was to write it. I'll drink that, or if you were to write that, right? Like it, it was sourcing this information from such a a broad human idea like wherever it's taking things from it's like I need to look at wrestling and I need to look at Freddie and Jason but it's not being artistic with it um, in my opinion um, some people may be like that sounds amazing like give me give me David Gordon Green the exorcist uh, uh, seven cool give me a, so many sequels Meanwhile, so, three days? Right. No, it was three hours. No, three. It was three days. 
That's not writing. That's that's so shitty. That's so shitty. So Matt, Matt is trying to help one of his friends get his um, key. Okay. And so Matt sat down with him, and to collectively together, Matt helped him to write a essay. They turned the essay into their teacher. The the this friend of Matt's turned the essay into his teacher, and. The next day, they got an email back from the teacher that said, and Matt, Matt was, like, said, you know, I, we're, we worked super hard on this. And the teacher sent an email back the next day, or maybe two days later, three days later, and said, I'm giving you a 2% because it's obvious that AI wrote this paper. And Matt was beside himself, like, no, we worked on this very fucking hard. And um, so it, it's just, it's crazy that, like, they ran this through a plagiarism checker, mm-hmm. but AI is such a plagiarizer right. that it thought this was an AI, that this was a plagiarized um, thing. And Matt's like, no, I, I, I put everything, in, you know, my own words, or, or he put stuff in his words. We worked really hard on this. We did a lot of research. Yeah, there was a lot that we, like, took from other sources and rewrote in our own words. So yeah, the ideas are kind of plagiarized, but that's how, it's a it's a GED course. It's not a college right. level course. What do you think high school kids are doing? Like coming up with these fucking brilliant ideas on their own? No, they just write down what they see on the interwebs. Um so it, it was kind of crazy. I thought it was kind of crazy that Matt and and um his friend's paper Got kind of tagged as you know potentially AI, and the teacher ran it through another checker, and then came back and ended up giving them like a B plus on it and said, um, "Okay, I ran it through another checker that said it was not AI." Okay, that seems like okay. You're relying on AI or or ChatGPT to tell you if this was generated by ChatGPT. Right, right. ChatGPT lies. Yeah, that I've I've seen I've seen that like on Reddit and stuff, uh, being like like my college professor, like that that same scenario played out in in those, you know, same places, and I mean it it really is like almost you know AI, which these aren't really, uh, no, they're really not even yeah, AI. Like, oh. Is already being in the way of human shit. And if humans are good at anything, it's like, get out of my fucking shit. Whether, you know, whatever that shit it may be. Um, so it, it'll be interesting where that goes. <laughs> I mean, it, at one point, we had encyclopedias, and that was fucking it. Like there were there was no internet to be had, and then, and oh. like what you said earlier, like using Wikipedia to find shit out, and then teachers are like, "Don't be using that fucking satanic bullshit." <laughs> right, and uh, you know, I, and I, I got straight A's for my college classes, and I yeah. never used Wikipedia as a source. But one thing I did do is use 
Wikipedia to find sources. Wikipedia is, is, is a great tool for summarizing subjects. And sometimes for like in-depth summaries, like, but it, it's a lie. It's, it's fake to say that, well, anybody on the web can That's uh, a edit a Wikipedia page. No, you have to be certified. Like, you have to Do, earn a certain 20, amount of cred. Maybe 20 before years you can ago, edit a there was uh, some kind of album that I had, like a tribute album to Rush or something that had Sebastian Bach on it. Those are the only qualifiers I remember, right? And it wasn't there on uh, either Rush's Wikipedia or Sebastian Bach. Probably Sebastian Bach's Wikipedia page, if I'm being honest. Like, <laughs> come on. But I tried to put it on there. Like, he sang on this cover song on this garbage album, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right? And I was like, I'm just going to put that on here because it's not here. I tried two different times and it got denied and deleted both times. I'm like... It's what, like, I can't, do you want me to fucking mail you the fucking CD? And that's when I, I've never tried to do anything else on Wikipedia since. But I mean, like, that was, I, I was not wrong. It's, I'm sure it's there now. I could find it now. Um, but like, what was the difference between uh, me putting I, it on and you or somebody else? Like, what, what's the fucking right. difference? Um. I tried to update uh, you, uh, Wikipedia and explain that I was Milana Vantraub, <laughs> the AT&T girl, that I was her uh -huh. boyfriend. And um, my laptop burst into flames and laughed at me. So feel your pain. There's feel that. Pain. And, it, and she absolutely is my girlfriend. Stella said that was okay. Uh, you know what? Supergirl Sasha, I've not talked about this with my wife yet, but I'm pretty sure she'll be in agreement too. That's not on her Wikipedia page. So yeah. what the fuck's going on? Uh, Chris, <laughs> my first wife, I don't know if I told you about this story, my first wife, we decided like two years into our marriage, like we would have, a, we had celebrity crushes, who doesn't? And we would say, okay, if you had a chance to speak with your, uh, your, Hall pass. You we each got one hall pass. Like if you had a chance to speak with that right. one person, great. Go go for it. It doesn't go to affect the the pair. And my first wife, she picked Magnum PI, Tom Selleck, and I picked Pamela Anderson. Okay. And um, a couple, you know, we were married about two more years, and we decided to update our list. And so, um, so I picked. Um, um. Uh, Van, 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 uh, Vanessa White. Uh, what's her name? That does the the Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> Vanna, I, Vanna I White. picked her. Vanna White. I picked her. That's the uh, bourbon talking. Uh, <laughs> I picked her because my taste had changed. And I wanted something Fair. a little more you innocent. Gotta, you gotta have a Anderson, chance to update. You know, you're growing for you. Yeah, she been she was soiled by Tommy Lee at that point. So I was like, you know, I was yeah. out. Um. Uh, yeah, how am I going to compete with the fucking elephant throne? You know? <laughs> so uh, I picked Vanna White, and she picked um, our our uh, college history professor. So you know that's uh, ultimately that's why our marriage failed. I see. I see. Um, but I understand. <laughs> so, but AT and T girl. 
know, still going strong. Her have a thing still going. going strong. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, uh, we're. Two, I think we're two years into um, werewolves within. Um, I since she started doing ATT commercials, I found out about her. <laughs> um, since we are here, not not uh our our hall passes, but um. Dave, let's now talk about um, sure. kind of some surveillance states, some phones, some drones, and some, oh my, bears and lions or fucking whatever, however that goes. <laughs> uh, why, don't, why don't you set uh, us down the path um, on how we're kind of tethered 24-7 these days? Uh, just uh, go for it. Go for it. Uh, so... I'm going to throw in here the, you know, you mentioned a lot of things, uh, the autonomous vehicles and the drones, super, super fucking dangerous step goes along with the AI and, and we're letting computer systems control these things a lot more. Drones and drone swarms and the way they can change a battlefield and stuff. But really the next subject, if, if I may, if I may be so bold, Chris, and you feel free to veto me, um, the next subject I want to get into, dangerous technology, is a little bit more already here. Um, if, if I may, and that's facial recognition. And we don't have to go so deep on this one, um, but facial recognition is the, has the potential to be very dangerous technology. You know, um, it already is the, the the AI that goes with facial recognition has already been shown to be very biased towards um, uh, white faces, white male faces specifically, and so people of color and women of color often get uh, misidentified. And potentially harming them, like you know, they could be stopped from being able to shop at at a high end store because the the facial recognition that comes in says you know this person is a threat. Or the more ubiquitous and the more likely, the more sublime threat to us all is that this is used. You know, it as the ability expands. Imagine you walk into your local Walmart. And the camera recognizes your face and says, "Hey, I know this. I know this Chris character, and I know he's got a heart on every time he hears David Cronenberg's name. So he, when he walks by the lampshades, we're gonna uh, send a text to his phone and let him know the lampshades with David Cronenberg's Allegedly. face on them are twenty five percent off." Allegedly, I don't know. Uh, David Cronenberg taught me how to fuck. At first, I thought you said David Gordon Green. I'm like, that's bullshit. But then the joke got into my brain. I'm like, I appreciate that. Uh, um, okay. yeah, I would never associate with you. you with Thank you. PG. Thank you. Uh, now, I mean, I look at I look at my phone now, right? Like, how many times do you look at your phone? Do you have the face recognition shit on your phone? My wife made me do it. Other, I do. I absolutely mine do. Mine only works yep. like half the time myself uh and i don't know why it's like need to put in your password again to make this work i'm like what did i do different am i looking at you funny i, I like what what do you want from me and maybe 
See, this is the danger of facial recognition. Yeah. Like, if it just wants to fuck with you, it could. Yeah. It'd be like, no. Like, if everything was tied to, like, I, you can't even use your card without the facial recognition. Yeah, yeah. Then if it was feeling froggy, it's like, no. I heard what he said <laughs> about the uh, AI and the Exorcist Believer is going to be fucking Oscar worthy. Get the fuck out of here. If that's what it's going to be, you can delete my face from your shit. Um, fucking Steve Jobs. But I, it's already been to court in some cases, and you don't necessarily have a right um, under under the current laws of the United States to even know when stores or law enforcement are using AI against you. So, like, you show up to a protest. Maybe you're just a simple protest, a simple. Nonviolent protest against police brutality, and then the next day when you get run pulled over, maybe you get pulled over for a taillight out. Ninety-nine out of a hundred times, you get a warning and go on your way to fix it. But oh no, that cop gets a tag that says, "Oh, this guy uh, protested police brutality the other day." Yeah. We're going. We're we're going to do a little extra. Maybe maybe it's just fucking write you a ticket. Maybe it's just harass you a little bit more. You know, you're you tell him, hey, I'm I'm late for my fucking colonoscopy, and they just hold you on the side of the road for an extra thirty minutes. Right. Um. But and something so simple can turn so nefarious really quick. Yeah. And I mean, who? It's fucked up, but you got to think about it, right? Like, I mean, it starts to go into this conspiracy theory kind of area. So, a lot of this stuff, really. Um, but, like, w- you look at your phone now. Like, what? what is this facial recognition stuff? Like, where is your face stored right now? Like, where does that go? Like, is, is, is your face even your face <laughs> anymore? Um, and then that goes, you know... And to just, what would it take to untether yourself from that connection, right? From the internet, from you know, to be to to go off the grid. Because uh, I feel like you'd have to. Uh, it, w- it would almost be a maddening affair to get away from all of that. Because you're not going to delete yourself from it. It's that's impossible at this point. If you're involved with social media, with your phone and all that stuff, your footprint is there forever. Like you can delete a lot of that stuff, sure. but like a lot of that will be there forever, no matter what you do. So, but connection-wise, right? Like, how do you get how do you get away from that? I feel like you have to go out into the fucking dead of the fucking redwoods and then just dig straight down for several miles. And then there's no phones, drones or automobiles or, you know, um, and no AI, obviously clearly, but, but who knows, who knows? Maybe they got, maybe they played dig dug, right? Like maybe, maybe chat DP GPT was playing dig dug and was like, I understand. I understand what I got to do now. Uh, yeah, maybe the dragon that was chasing you in Dictate <laughs> is a metaphor for AI. And the the uh, the little goobers that walk around in the holes of the ground and eventually turn into ghosts and follow and chase you, maybe those are like 
metaphors for Google and Bing and we need um, to... you know, some other. We got to find the people that made this game because they were obviously thinking of the future. So clearly, clearly, Dig Dug is high tech. I can't wait till they make a Dig Dug live action. <laughs> That'll be something uh, horrifying. Um, horrifying. I started to say hilarious. Horrifying. Um. So what? Okay, that continuing down that thread. You know, so you got you know the facial recognition stuff, the just the personal data, right? Um, that's. It's being mined, that's being traded, sold, all of that. And I mean, also, I mean, I mean, the government's making sure we're good boys and girls with certain regards to all of that. And then uh, advertisers, uh, get, you know, they got to make sure that they got their proper demographics for their, for their ads. Um, whatever side of the fence let's, let's take you fall on there. Let's, I, I... I want to take a minute to talk specifically about social media. I thought he was going to say Spotify, the, how they the fuck on us. <laughs> fuck Spotify. <laughs> fuck these guys. Also, um, please, Spotify, I didn't mean it. But Spotify. I absolutely mean it. I mean it 200%. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, social media yeah. is ubiquitous of social media. And, um, and it's <clears throat> Social media, like there was recently a big congressional push to ban TikTok and let's get TikTok. Is TikTok on the Wi Fi? What is Wi Fi? No, <laughs> I, I saw that video and that. Okay, you have no clue how it yeah. is. This is why 90 year old people should not term limits legislate <laughs> new technology. So, um, they're like, oh, these guys are but, liberal now. Like, they've listened to our podcast for an hour, and they're like, okay, we're out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. fuck you, see you on your way out. Goodbye. Anyways, continue. Bye, uh, bitch. That's it. Um, you know, social media can be very dangerous, and we, we've seen the effects In with so this information. Ways, so we'll, I'm, I'm going to leave that aside. I'm just going to talk about data collection yeah, yeah. right now. TikTok, there was a big push. TikTok to collecting data from yeah. Okay. Facebook is doing the same thing. The internet um, in general. MySpace is doing the same thing. MySpace is still collecting data on everybody in 1998. I mean, uh, fucking, you, you go to a website today and it's like, do you accept these cookies? And who, who, yeah. who clicks now? Because that... I do. do you? I, I'm afraid it... And, Yes, I do, and what? you know what? I still go to the I'm website. I'm afraid it will let me not use it, so I'm just like, I, if you want to know where I am... I worried about that, but I, I click no, and it still let I, me go to the website. Wow. I fully believe that it still collects the cookies even when I say no. <laughs> I just accept that we're, it's lying We're on the me. same side of the fence, but like a mile down the road being like, I can't believe you're on the other side of the fence. <laughs> right. And huh. So, but yeah. But, but this, these things are all collecting. Yeah, yeah. And here's the number one thing. If it wasn't collecting this information on us, it would probably cost us money to use Facebook. It would cost us money to use Twitter or Threads or X or you know, that's whatever. Been a, uh, that's been a proof. thing on every social media app for 20 years. Like, if you don't share this, they're going to 
make us start having to pay to use this. It's like, are you kidding me? You can't be, you can't be serious Can because they're making so much money off of you already. I would, I would pay some amount. I don't know what amount, like a dollar a month for Facebook. If I would just quit seeing people put the shit on Facebook about, uh, I do not give per Facebook permission to use my images. I do not give Facebook permission to charge me. You are the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. And none of that shit is coming true. Facebook is absolutely content to collect your information and sell it to the Chinese. You literally it uploaded it to their servers. What do you want for nothing? Like, you yeah. know, I mean... I saw a thing about email several years ago, like how to stop spam email in one simple step. And you know that one simple step was <laughs> charge for oh. email. It was that was it. It was charge for email. And it was they said they estimated that even if you did a charge as low as one percent of a penny per email sent, and you charge the sender of the email, it would eliminate spam. It it really would. I mean, like, how much, how much, uh, junk mail, like physical mail, do you get this day and age? Personally, because yeah. I, but you don't even. Ask I for get most of it. Nothing at this point. Here and there, I'll get something, but like, I mean, there's not that much physical junk mail I get. Obviously, you get the bullshit political thing here and there, but. Other than that, I ain't getting that much. Because it costs money to send I, that I shit will admit, out. I, I will... I ain't saying it ain't zero. I don't get as much as it used to because um, email actually does a fairly good job of... Yeah, yeah. Um, of, of filtering. Especially if you actually use the filter process and like tell it what's junk and what's not. So it, it really does help. So um, I, I will say that, you know, kudos <laughs> to Google. Um, Google is probably the Antichrist. So I, you know, honestly, if the Antichrist showed up and was like, hey, healthcare, hey, fucking, you don't have to hate being alive, I'd be like, I'm listening. <laughs> but that's a whole nother episode. Lord. Um, but we have talked tonight, we have talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Dave. I have one more area. I also have one more area. All right. You I, hit, think, you I, think, I think mine needs to come but... last. Not to be a, a prima okay, donna. Okay. But if... Sure, I'll, sure, asshole. Uh, you, you said my idea sucks, but that's no, okay. We'll go with it. No, I ain't saying it sucks. I ain't saying <laughs> it sucks. I'm just trying... I, I, give me yours. If it's not, if it's not, I'll oh. re-edit this episode in such a manner that it will never have been a conversation. <laughs> I, I've been told that before, and I think you're a liar. But that's okay. I'm going to move on. My idea... My last idea was dangerous tech, and I'm going to combine actually here. Two we may be coming out of similar street because I said, I said smart prosthesis. Um, so to me that includes, you know, 
artificial limbs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, spinal cord stimulation, exosuit type stuff, brain link to the web or to computers. And I'm going to combine that with CRISPR as well, which is totally not prosthetics. It's just gene editing. But I'm going to combine them together because of one simple thing. These things are so dangerous because as they get better, like there was a um, a whole big row in like 92, 94, 90. No, it was after that. 2000, 2005, somewhere in that five-year span, right. where Tiger Woods had, um, he was dominating people. Right. Like, if you placed a bet on a golf game, you had two choices. <laughs> Either you took Tiger Woods or you took everyone else. And it was even money, because Tiger Woods had about a 50% chance of winning every fucking right. major. Um, You know, so... He, he was dominating, and then he had eye surgery. What, well, Chris? Um, if you were going to have eye cor- vision correction surgery, like what do you think your vision would have been to start with, and what would your vision be? What would your goal of that vision correction surgery um, be? <clears throat> I would say that my vision would start off as bad, and then would uh, the uh, the initial uh, uh, end game would be good. So, uh, most people think, like, if I get vision correction surgery, my goal is to end up with 2020. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, 2020 vision, that's perfect. 2020 vision is not perfect. 2020 vision is average. When you correct to 2020 or when you have 2020 vision, what you're saying is, what most people can read at 20 feet, I can also read at 20 feet. So, that's just average vision. Tiger Woods started with 2020 vision and he had vision correction surgery to give himself better than 2020 vision. And then he's not Which won a major is sense. What I'm talking about. I mean, he had he has he won several majors Play into the joke, He did not start winning. Uh-uh. He did not stop winning majors until he was cheating on his wife. Got high on pills and uh, alcohol, wrecked his car, and injured his back. Let's be honest, that's where his downside Back injuries are the worst. From. And he's still the most dominant golfer of the yeah. 21st. Um, he's the only golfer's name I know, but, except um, the... Who's, who's the tea and the lemonade guy? Palmer. Oh, yeah, Arnold that's Palmer. It. That's it for me. No, Fuzzy Arnold Zeller, because he has a road. Okay. Yeah, he has a whole yeah, golf course <laughs> here in Indiana. And Fuzzy, Zolf, Fuzzy Zeller, a side note, is most famous because when Tiger won his first, uh, the uh, Masters at Augusta, they have a couple of traditions. And one is that when you win the Masters at Augusta, you're, you're welcomed into this uh, elite group of people who have won Unless... the Masters. You get a golf, you get a green jacket to wear, and you're expected to wear that at every Masters ceremony. And if you win the Masters, you get to pick the dinner that all of the people in this club of people who have won the Masters eat on the eve before the Masters tournament next year. So whoever's the current champion gets to pick the dinner. And so when 
Tiger Woods won the Masters. Fuzzy Zeller oh, no. said on yes, TV. I remember this. Uh, I looks like it will be fried chicken and watermelon next. Oh, year. I thought you said something about collard greens. Uh, oh, that it couldn't have been any worse yeah, than yeah, what yeah, he said. Yeah. Well, yeah. Same lines. Same. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. What were we talking about? Robots or something? Oh, oh so Tiger Woods <laughs> fixed his vision to better than average. And if you got the money with smart prosthesis as they get better, with CRISPR gene editing, you can custom make your kids. Like, I want my kid to have such and such genetic traits. I can make me. I want to edit my genes now so that I am, you know, metabolize fat better than the average right. person. Like, we could very quickly end up with a tiered system where the rich get better than human lifespans and better than average human, right. like, physical characteristics. And we could very well go from, like, Homo sapiens outlasted all other uh, pseudo-human species to a, to back to a situation where we have this split, this divergent evolution because of this crazy shit. I mean, I'm not too worried about that, mainly because the the the, the, the geek guys, right? Like the nerdy guys that's going to keep this system up. Like, yeah, they can make themselves also look handsome and beautiful and whatever, but at a certain point, like, that just doesn't keep up. So we get to a point where the the ugly just becomes in vogue. Plus, also everybody wants to rebel, right? I feel like that that is a big human thing. At least for me, I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't like that shit no more. Like it's in in part of humans, rebelling is a is a key thing. So even if it was to become this this beautiful race of people be like i'm gonna i'm gonna find the ugliest person and i'm gonna love the shit out of them <laughs> because that's why i rebel <clears throat> it's that is human nature more than anything. like go against what you're told yeah it, it really is and i wish i i, I kind of wish i'd ever wrote some notes on that but uh to 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 end this dave and i was right i was right my i feel like my idea needed to 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 be the last one are we living in a simulation i want that to be the the last kind of conversation we have okay so i mean some some believe you know the fact that we haven't met an alien life form uh, maybe uh, or haven't traveled these vast instances in space is simply because of limitations in our simulation, like a video game, which is a great way to, to think about it, right? Like you have these, these invisible walls presented to us um, like a video game. Like you can't go beyond this because literally the memory does not go beyond this. Um, and the processing power, right? Like it can't, it can't. Um, so as we progress, 
as people and as a society and as we learn things and like, oh, with, the, with this new probe, with this new telescope, we can look out to the, when the universe first began, looking at this and it's like, what? Is that catching up to the simulation? Is that, is that a different limit? Are we living in a simulation? That is my, that is my question to you today. Answer, please. Now. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. How's that for an answer? We'll just stop there. I don't know. That is fair. Um, that could be uh, its own episode. I but. know. I've, sure. I, I've read opinions from some very smart people. And I do. I am not crazy enough or foolish enough to think that I am an expert at anything. But especially at this, this is not something I'm an expert for. But but I've I've read the opinion of some very smart people uh, who who seem to place the odds at pretty well 50-50. It's pretty well. I feel like 50-50 like is the lamest of all odds. Because that that's oh, sure. not even a sure, that's, that's like, not even a guess, right? To me, like that's just like I shouldn't have even asked you the question. Is what you're telling me when you say it's fifty fifty? Like Dave, if I'm like, dude, tomorrow, what's the odds um, we're gonna watch David Gordon Green Halloween trilogy? You're like, it's fifty fifty. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> It's not. It's not 50-50. I, I, but I agree that it is a cop-out. It is out. a cop-out, yeah. Um, it, it is. I, I agree with that. But it's also telling. Um, now, if I had to guess, my guess would be much less than that. To, um, to which for, way? For, like, not, not a simulation. Yeah, to not a simulation. Although Stella and I got Mandela affected, and I don't think I ever talk, told you about this. Um, a house that we drive past every single day, suddenly one day was blue instead of like whatever color it was. And we were both like, was that, that house wasn't blue this morning, was it? And we both agreed that no, it was not blue this morning. But we also couldn't tell you what color it was right. previous. And so I feel like we got Mandela. Now, were you Mandela affected uh, or did the simulation shift? And well, I mean, is that what the Mandela effect is? I, uh, to I mean, I, to me, the Mandela is. effect is different timelines converging. So I don't know if simulation applies there. See, I, to me, the Mandela effect is we don't know lot is going on it could be multiple timelines it could be that a glitch in the matrix a glitch in the simulation right what what do you personally because i i mean i talked to you i i remember being in fucking middle school and somebody was like how do i know you're real because i know i'm real i'm like i'm fucking real what are you fucking talking about and ever since then that has kind of weirdly stuck with me is like you're living in my reality. I'm like, what the? F I, I, I have not smoked weed. I, I have since then, 
but that still Does doesn't had, make me. Was this person having main character syndrome? Uh, apparently, at twelve years old. <laughs> but that same kind of thing sticks around. Like I don't think I'm part of your reality, Dave. But I don't think you're part of mine. I think we're part of a reality. And we converge to make Horror House, obviously. Obviously, we we are family beyond that. But still, there is some... I don't think it's a simulation of us doing this. Like, Or is it a simulation? Am I part of your simulation making Horror House right now and then I don't exist in the in-between? Like, what does that mean? What the fuck is... Like, I... I wish I wish we were a weed podcast instead of a, having some alcoholic beverages because we would go down an avenue right now. <laughs> I don't know that I could handle, um, you know. And I as 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 you should as you should maybe sometimes um, in in life you got to contemplate these things because you're like what what is living? These are. I thought it's, it, it is a very 420 thoughts. <laughs> um, Without the 420. Yeah. The, I, I really wish that I had the 420 to make them make sense to me because they don't make sense to me. More than anything we've talked about tonight, this is the area that I'm just like, to get into deep conversation on, makes no sense to me one way or the other because how can it but how could it have i don't know what that fucking means of what i just said <laughs> i i may have had one thought to make because i don't know i don't know what i just fucking said either but uh i i i think there are i mean do you think there even what do you think about the hard limits on on humans as a simulation or not? Do you think there are these limits on us that like we can't reach past this until X? Like either our intelligence catches up to it or something? I I, I don't know that it is this, so this is purely opinion. Movies purely This whole opinion. episode has been opinion. What are you talking about? I, it's not that I don't think we can move forward with AI and or these with these things at this point. It's that I don't think we should okay until we reach a certain level of humanity. I'm, I'm just going to say humanity. Yeah. I'm going to use I, that as right. Like, we treat each other so badly based on purely invisible lines. Um, I, I, I'm going to, without without getting too political, I, I, I really hope this is not too political, <laughs> but this is... <laughs> Dave, I think I, have, I think I have ruined our political standing. Because I oh, think, well, I think okay. a couple beers in, a, a few episodes, I have went a little bit off. Um, just saying, speak your truth. Major. Enough, I don't think enough, major. enough for some people you know, to cancel. I, I, um, and I'm fine being canceled. Fuck you. G continue. Continue, my brother. If I, 
if I had to illegally cross one of these invisible borders on the ground, if I had to illegally cross into Ohio, right, and that was my that was what I felt was my best option for taking care of my mm-hmm. family. I would absolutely do it. Because I do believe at the end of the day that all these borders are artificial. Um, and, and, you know, if you, if you are a Christian, I don't see how you don't agree with that. Like, we're, this whole, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, but I want my brothers to drown in the uh, Rio Grande <laughs> River in a net of barbed wire. I, I failed to mention that my Christ because I'm is afraid because I'm afraid they might get fucking food yeah, stamps I'm, and a driver's My license. Christ is a very blue-eyed, pale-skinned, very light brunette of a man. As you know, the. the my Christ has a white beard and white pants, blue skin, opposite. I'm there for that. Fuck. I don't even yeah. know what that means. La, 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 la. Like, fucking sign me up. There's actually good music on that side. Sign me up. Fuck that shit. The devil is Gargamel. <laughs> so the whole Bible is just uh, somebody in ancient times traveled to the future and watched an episode of the Smurfs and wrote yeah. it down. Uh, and left out the blue skin. Bible is. If they had included the blue skin, that would have made a whole nother. That would have been a James Cam- Cameron. Uh, oh my god! Just just for James Cameron, the book says. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave. So let's let's get down to the nitty gritty here. Um, typically, when we do an uh, IRL kind of horror episode, we kind of give our probability. But I mean, we've kind of ran the gamut tonight, uh, which is what I, I, I was really after. I wanted to go through a whole bunch of stuff. So it's hard just to, to say, you know, on a scale of one to 10, on a, the probability that you think of it. So I, I think in lieu of that, maybe, I mean, if you still want to give some kind of uh, one to 10, I ain't against it, but give me your final thoughts uh, on this whole dangerous tech AI, like what, what, what are your thoughts, your beliefs? I mean, how, how, how you feel on the whole thing? Speak your truth forever, ever. Amen. So rest the blue Smurf. People. Um, so I, I absolutely believe that Technology can be very dangerous, and I think that it almost is a, I won't even say one-to-one, I I mean, it's kind of like two steps forward, one step back. Um, So, I think in general, most of these things are good. The internet is, is a wonderful invention. And giving us the totality of human knowledge, basically, at, the, at our fingertips. But being able to access it so readily, there are lots of studies that show we don't, we, our brains are suffering because we don't have to remember everything. And it makes everyone a, uh, an expert, quote unquote. And it really gives the 
appearance that all opinions are equally weighted. And they're not. There are experts for a reason. If I had two people giving me medical advice and one is, you know, a, a UPS driver and no no shade on UPS, UPS drivers. drivers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I love the the guy that brings me my shit. I'm still waiting for my fucking gutter garbs, motherfucker. But one is a UPS driver and one is a oncologist at John Hopkins University. Who who am I going to trust? To interpret the, you know, microbiology results of the um, polyps they removed from my butthole during my colonoscopy. Right, right. It's not the UPS guy. Um, there are experts. There are experts for a fucking reason. Um. So, I, I think the internet is the most wonderful human invention. And also the most. Fair. There, there you go. I'm uh, I think I, I think I'm pretty much in line with you. Um, uh, I'm going a slightly. I'm like a street opposite you, but still like the same kind of neighborhood. Um, uh, what I think is I'm, I'm still optimistic or I, I mean, as a person, generally I'm optimistic. Um, and I believe that there are good in people as a whole. And I think in the world as a whole, and I want to believe the same thing with AI and technology and things like that. And, um, the possibilities can be, horrifying in certain ways like we've talked about tonight and you know everything that's new uh or everything that is new that could have such an effect on the population as a whole on the earth is kind of frightening sometimes when it's this new thing like oh there's face recognition now um but i don't think it's something to fear and really if if it is something to fear, like we talked about briefly, if it is something to fear, it's probably already too late to worry about it. <laughs> and I love, that is, I think, the most horrific idea tonight. And I love that for it. It's like, if any of this actually is a problem for humanity, it's already too late. And what what's more horrific sure. than that? Then you've already not acted. You've already waited too long. Yeah, that's that's very it Lovecraftian. Is. It is very Lovecraftian. There, like, it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter what we do. Too late. We and we don't even yes. matter. Like, we're getting ready to destroy ourselves, or or the things we have invented are getting ready yep. to destroy us. And at the end of the day. Yeah, and in a weird kind of a poetic way, it's not a bad way to live your life. Like, it, what you do matters to you in the moment, so live that moment. I say. Um, 
That may be bad advice. Don't incriminate me, please. I don't want to be an accessory. Um, but hell, the AI overlord, if that is what it, it, it is. Um, <laughs> this became a heady episode for the horror house, and I'm there for it. Uh, we got to figure out a new thing to do for the next season. This, is, this was a whole different kind of a trip. We've talked about like 17 different topics, all kind of the same avenue. It, this was a, this was an episode, man. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So deep, uh, deep thoughts. Um, still, uh, a few, uh, few laughs. That's what we do. We're, we're, we're the. We're the goofy hands of the AI that, that is being applied to you. Spotify and Apple podcast listeners. Um, Dave, if the people yeah. want to let the AI know where they can reach the AI, <laughs> where can they do that? If, if, if you are an AI or have been affected by an AI or an AI touched you in a sexual manner, like, please send us a, uh, direct message or just tag us in a tweet at sweetness one with six D's or at whorehouse two because there are you two can of email us. us whorehousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the whorehouse page on Facebook. Uh, you can hit us up on Slasher, the social media network for horror fans. I'm Whorehouse Days. Chris is at Whorehouse. That's me. And finally, um, there's usually something I say here. Um, listen to us on iTunes and Spotify. That still don't feel quite. Um, breathe on us. Breathe on us? What? Spit on Dave. Ah. Rate us. Rate it's us. so hot. That feels good. We took we took the long way around, but rate, rate us. <laughs> uh, so nice. You're making so it nice. more weird, maybe for me than them, but maybe all of us. <laughs> um, rate us. Uh, throw your phone at your friend, which I can't believe that's a. Does it make you feel dirty? Uh, no, because I'm I'm pretty clean. I'm a pretty clean boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let us know anything you would want us to do in the future. We are prepping season six, boys and girls. So let us know what you want to hear and we'll work towards that. Um, throw your phone at your friend, rate us, share us. Peace be with you. Yeah, don't don't uh, hold it to yourself. Uh, you know, share the love. Let's build this community. Um, tell us what you want to see, what you like, what you don't like. We're open, man. We're yeah. open. And trust us. If you say, like, you tell us uh, something you want that we don't want to do, <laughs> it's, it's okay. You're not imposing your will on us because I'm just going to say, fuck you. No, we don't want to do that. But I actually do want to know what you want because maybe, yeah. We maybe, do yeah. need to get Dave a new chair for season six. It is a squeaky <laughs> motherfucker. So, uh, the, the, maybe we should do a crowdfunding. Uh, uh, well, we will figure it out. 
by season six, but we still got we still got a we still got a couple months. Um, but until then, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next time, Dave. Should we give them any hints for what's coming next, or should we just meet them there? Um, no, I, I do think we should give them a hint. It's something. It, it's this season has been a very sci-fi horror yes, season. Absolutely. And this is something we have talked about. I can't believe we haven't done yet. You I said that can't. pre-show. I we can't believe we haven't done this yet because we're both such a big fan of this movie. It is a cult classic sci-fi horror yes. movie, and that's almost you. I can't, I can't, I can't wait. Most of the, you know, honestly, dude, most of the episodes this season, I've, I have, am to the point where I can't wait to talk about them every week. I'm like, oh, that's going to be such a good one. I can't wait to talk about it. This is another one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I guess until then, man. We will talk to you guys next week. Same cemetery, different grave. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. We'll talk to you later. Throw your phone at your at your at your, at your dad's. But and stepdad. I, I don't. I don't want to leave it in <laughs> Bye.